and welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Knight. I'm Andrew Nichols. And today on the show, we're talking about turnkey versus progressive payments, the seven key differences between them. Now, I still get questions about this because when you invest in a new build, there are two main different types of contracts you can use to get it built. We've got turnkey and then we've got progressive payments, but they're quite different. There are seven big differences that we're going to take you through today. But Andrew, just walk us through What's a turnkey contract? What's a progressive payments? And then we'll get into some of the more details. But let, give us an overview. Okay, so high level, turnkey is you're basically buying a finished property that's not finished yet. So there's a developer that's going to go and buy the land, build the place, and you're going to buy it when it's finished. So you don't have to worry about anything complex. Progressive payments is where you get someone else to build the property that you want. And usually that's on a piece of land that you already own or are going to settle on when the title's out. And in this case, you're getting someone else to do the job for you. You're going to engage a building company to come in and construct the property as per your specifications. Now, in both situations, you end up with a new build property, but it's kind of the journey you go on that differs. So let's talk about difference number one is when you pay. So if you're going down the turnkey route, you're usually going to pay a 10% deposit up front and then you're going to pay the rest of the money once the property is finished, you've walked through it, and it's complete. Now that is very different from a progressive payments or a stage claim build. That's when you're paying money as the property gets completed. So the foundations go down. Perhaps that's when you pay a bit of money. When the roof's closed in, maybe when it's weather tight, there are these different stages and you're going to pay as you go along as per your contract. So what that means is your mortgage is going to go up as you pay the builder if you are, in fact, you know, borrowing a lot of money in order to build this house, which would be most people listening to the show, especially if it's an investment. What's difference number two, Andrew? Difference number two is the sticker cost. So if you had two properties exactly the same, the cheaper one would be the one with progressive payments, generally speaking, because with a turnkey, you've usually got higher interest costs. So the developer is going to take on the risk of the build. And so they're going to factor in how much it's going to cost them in interest because you're not paying anything until the building's complete, until the end. So all of that is bundled up into the price. So developers, generally speaking, would pay a higher interest rate than you because they've got a short-term load. Normally, that'd be commercial terms at sort of 7 or 8%. And again, the developer is taking on that risk. So they have to factor some of that into their margin. With a progressive build, generally speaking, that'll cost you less because you're going to pay the interest cost. So, you know, if you are comparing apples with apples, you have to factor in the fact that you're going to pay the interest cost. But the interest costs aren't included in the price that you see on the advertisement. And generally speaking, if you're paying the interest yourself, it's from a bank and it's probably going to be on normal residential terms. Might be more like 5%, so a couple of percent difference there. Again, you've just got to remember you're taking on the risk. So if you have the interest and you've factored in a nine-month build and it takes 18 months, well, you're going to pay 18 months worth of interest, so it could change there. Now, sometimes what people will see when they're looking on Trade Me is a new build at a price and they think, wow, that's really cheap, but it might be progressive payment, not a turnkey. So you've just got to remember if you are comparing two products, you're comparing apples with apples. Yeah, and I think the main thing people miss out on is that if you are going to go for the lower, what we call sticker price, like what it's advertised for, 
there are potentially those additional interest costs and there is that difference between the interest rate that you're going to pay and the developer would pay. Difference number three is coming down to the risk and really what happens if the developer goes under. Now, under a turnkey contract, it's going to be lower risk because if the developer goes under, you get your deposit back. If that deposit is held within a solicitor's trust account, which it absolutely should be, you get that deposit back, you can walk away. They're the ones that are left with the half-finished house. Now, if you're under a progressive payments model, generally higher risk if the developer goes under. And that's because you're the one who's going to be left with the half-finished house, especially if you already own the land. And while you might have a master build guarantee where someone else comes in to finish the build, and that assumes you do have a master build guarantee or something similar, but in the meantime, you're still the one who's got to pay the interest on the mortgage you've already taken out, which might be a quarter of a million dollars, half a million dollars, depending on what it is. So you've still got to pay that. And actually, I remember my friend Brenda, when she was buying through Stonewood, uh, must be 12 years ago, when, when, when they went into receivership and exactly that happened. So whilst she had a master to build guarantee so someone else was going to come in and complete the project it cost her way more in interest than she was hoping and she really only budgeted to be able to pay this for a certain number of months so it put undue stress on everyone involved so talk to us about difference number four which comes down to ownership of the land so with a turnkey Generally speaking, the building company will find the land and they'll own the land or have what's called builder's terms on the land. So they'll be buying the land off a land developer. With progressive payment, generally, you're going to have to find your own piece of land and then go and find a builder to build on that. Well, what happens though if you see a progressive payments build on Trade Me like we just talked about and they've found the land, do you buy the land off them first or do you settle it at the end? We all sign up a sale and purchase agreement to buy the land now or when title's issued and then you'll sign a separate contract for the build work. So if I saw something, because I see this with a lot of the building companies, let's just call it, I was going to pick one, Signature Homes. And I decide I want to buy a property off them. I see something advertised on Trade Me, and I don't actually know where the Signature Homes do this. I'm just using them as an example. And they say it's a $750,000 standalone house in Canterbury. $500,000 for the build, two fifty dollars for the land. So do I pay the two fifty dollars up yes. front? I buy the land off them today and then I pay them in order to build the property. 100% correct. And that would be very different than if you were to buy a $775,000 standalone house. And again, just pulling numbers out of the air. And you were saying, I'm going to buy this as a turnkey property where I pay 10% today and then just pay the rest at the end. Yes. And just remember in that first scenario, you're paying say 250 for the land and then you're probably paying a 10% deposit on the build as well. So your first drawdown normally is both of those and then you're making your progressive payments as time goes on. Yeah, I've got you now. Number five is the ability to customise that property. Now, generally speaking with turnkey, you've got much less ability to customise what that property ends up being because you're buying a completed product. You're not hiring the developer to build you a house that you specifically want. And also, if you are buying a turnkey townhouse development, then you've got even less ability to customise. And that's because they're buying 20 sets of heat pumps and splashbacks and 500 doorknobs and they're going to use the economies of scale if they're building a large townhouse development to get everything the same and get a really competitive price on that. That's how they can pass on to you some of those cost savings. So they don't want to necessarily mess around with one townhouse that's fully customised. No, they're building a product. Do you want the product or, or do you not? Sometimes there is some customisation 
calculation that you can do, maybe a different colour of the splashback, or, but it's usually much smaller than if you were to do a progressive payments build. Now, way easier in that case, because generally you're hiring them to build you the property. So yes, you can customise, of course it will cost you to customise that property, but you certainly have greater ability to do that. And the other thing I suppose is really the property type. If you go down a progressive payments build, more likely to be buying a standalone property. Generally speaking, yeah. Than a turnkey property. Turnkey can be standalone, but it could also be townhouses, apartments, those kinds of things. So if it's progressive payments, way easier to customise because it's standalone house, it's not going to impact the rest of the development. What's difference number six, Andrew? Changes in the price. So with a turnkey, it's a very tight contract, generally speaking. And so it's harder to change or for there to be price variations. Not impossible, but you usually harder. Sometimes if there is a price escalation, again, it might result in the contract being cancelled. So say, for example, there is a price escalation clause in there. We're seeing these less and less frequently nowadays, but let's say there was and a developer says, hey, look, I can only finish this if, uh, if you pay another $20,000 because cost of materials gone up. If that was in your contract, you've still got the right to refuse that most of the time. And so that's another thing to consider. But again, we don't see that very often. Progressive payments, much easier for there to be price changes or price escalations because they'll have some provision in the build contract in there. For example, in the master build contract, the builder doesn't have to necessarily evidence the increases. They can just let you know that, hey, there has been a price change. And that's another good example of where there's more risk for you in the progressive payments model. And so therefore, they don't have to budget as much, though they probably should anyway, but they don't have to budget as much for increases in the cost of building. Whereas in turnkey, the developer's taking the risk there. So they've got to factor some of that in. Difference number seven, this is the final one, is the actual contract you sign. If you're buying a turnkey property, you're going to sign a sale and purchase agreement because you are buying a finished product or a soon-to-be-finished product off the developer. If you're going down progressive payments, yep, you might have to sign a sale and purchase agreement for the land if you're buying it off them. But ultimately, it's a build contract. It's actually quite different, the relationship you have with the developer. Rather than buying something off them, you're hiring them to build. Now, what's the absolute truth is that both contracts can be used in different situations, depending on who you are, what you're building, and what your goals are. So Andrew, when would you use a turnkey contract? When would you go down a progressive payments build? Okay, so turnkey, great for property investors and owner-occupiers, because you've got a lot more certainty around kind of the costs and things like that. I always say that investors invest on certainty and so they don't want any variation. Same with first-time buyers. If you've got a set budget, last thing you need is a price blowout. And so, you know, if you're an investor and you're wanting a buy and hold strategy, then probably a turnkey option is better for you. The other part is if you're just paying a 10% deposit, all you have to do is service that part of the loan until the build is complete. So you're not having to worry about two mortgages, your own mortgage and an investment mortgage without having rent coming in. Progressive payment contracts, these are great for owner occupiers building their dream home or good for investors who already own land. So if you own a piece of land and you want to put a build on the back of it as part of a cash flow hack, or you're ripping down a house and putting a couple of townhouses on it, 
that's probably a good option for you. And I remember ages ago, we talked, uh, probably the start of the year, we were talking about The Deal, right? Our TV show that we did. We did the spin-off where we went to the Waikato Property Investors Association and we shared some of the investment strategies that Hamilton Property Investors were taking. There were multiple examples from that where investors actually went for the progressive payments because they already had a piece of land and maybe they ripped down what was there and they built a couple more new builds on there. They'd take a progressive payments approach, whereas some of the other case studies we share, like most of the case study Sundays, they're going to take more of a turnkey approach. So more active investors will tend to use progressive payments, more passive investors will tend to go down the turnkey route. And hey, this is like a really good example of the sorts of information that property investors need to be aware of if they're going to be successful in 2022 and 2023, Andrew. And actually, that leads me on to our upcoming webinar this coming Tuesday, which is happening at 7pm, 2nd of August, where we're going to be talking about how to be a successful property investor and invest the right way in 2022 and 2023. So if you're keen to come along to that, tap or swipe over the cover, I'll drop a link in the show notes, or just go to opuspartners.co.nz slash webinar. And of course, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast really does help us get the message out to more people. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. I'm Andrew Nicole. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of using the property market. Until next time.